welcome to Misunderstood, a podcast dedicated to better understanding MS and learning to live well with MS. I'm your host, Katie Sloan. Our usual reminders as we begin. I am not an expert. I'm just a person like you living with MS and trying to make the best of it. Misunderstood is based on my personal experience, what I've learned from my doctors, other care providers, and my own solutions-oriented research and pattern-finding obsession. While the majority of the information I share has been vetted by doctors, I am not a doctor. My intention is that you use the information shared here as a springboard for discussion between you and your doctor regarding your future care options. Lastly, MS impacts each of us uniquely. I hope to shine a light on a wide range of approaches and strategies for living better with MS. But what you choose to do with that information is always your choice. And what works for one may not work for all. In our previous episode, we were joined by the incredible David Lyons, founder of Optimal Body Fitness and the MS Fitness Challenge. I hope you enjoyed listening to our conversation where David shared how bodybuilding and strength training has helped him and thousands of others under his tutelage to stay ahead of MS. I'll be sure to share about my own journey with David's Optimal Body Fitness program as I go. Join me if you'd like. This week is going to be short and sweet because there's a lot going on in my world, but I wanted to be sure to get this episode out before the end of the month so that you, too, can harness the unique psychological power of September. For my gratitude this episode, I am grateful for my dear friend Lindsay and the very special ways she impacts my life. Lindsay and I met just over 10 years ago when we were both coaching teachers in the Bay Area. While we only officially worked together for three years, our shared experience and similar hearts and minds birthed a very special friendship that has lasted and become even deeper over time. I wanted to share a little about our friendship today because in my opinion, we each need someone in our lives like Lindsay. Why? Lindsay helps me see the good in myself when I am struggling to see it. She helps me remember to celebrate my accomplishments rather than just starting off on a new project when one is complete. Lindsay knows my strengths and vulnerabilities and keeps her eyes out for resources and opportunities that will help me on my quest for wellness and lifelong happiness. When I'm struggling, Lindsay will listen with an open heart and help me find my next steps. Lindsay is a true friend in that she will tell me what I need to hear rather than just what I might want to hear. While Lindsay and I have shared our yearly intentions with one another for several years now, this year we've committed to meeting more frequently, on a weekly basis and sometimes even more, to help support each other on our professional and personal goals. This has helped us both move forward faster on our desired trajectories for 2022. Tomorrow, Lindsay and I will officially kick off our third quarter progress to goal step back. We'll spend two hours together, Thursday and Friday, to look back over the personal and professional goals we've accomplished so far this calendar year, and then hone in on what is still left to be done by the end of December. We'll then set crystal clear SMART goals with actionable steps so we'll be in a dramatically different place by the end of the year and ready to start 2023 with new intentions. 
It has been really exciting to prepare for tomorrow's meeting because in doing so, I've already seen the evidence for how much I've achieved that I set out to accomplish this year, and it feels great. Of course, this year has not been without major setbacks, most notably the unexpected passing of my dear mother-in-law and a few significant yet gratefully short-lived flares of old MS symptoms. Yet still, with Lindsay's love and support paired with my own tenacity and dedication to my ongoing wellness and living a life I love, I know that by the end of the year, I will be very proud of my accomplishments. Having such a dear accountability buddy helps me be my best. And while I've always been a driven person, spending focused time together in a regular cadence has propelled me forward further and faster than I ever thought possible. Think for a moment, is there someone in your life you could launch such a relationship with to be champions for one another? This is the perfect time of year to talk with a few folks in your inner circle to see if someone might be interested in engaging in such a partnership with you. Lindsay, my sincere gratitude for you and your friendship. You brighten my outlook like an endless field of sunflowers. Happy early birthday to you, dear Libra. Looking forward to many more years of friendship and mutual support. I love you, friend. As we begin the slow temperature decline into fall and winter, as many of us know from personal experience, it can be a vulnerable time from an MS perspective. It is the time of year for me and for many of us where there is a higher opportunity to experience flares and potentially relapses with rapid changes in barometric pressure and other changes that can also impact our various body systems. In fact, both of my major MS exacerbations have happened between October and December. As temperatures shift, you might be like me, where you're extra sensitive to barometric pressure changes. If so, check out episode 42, The Perfect Storm, Sinusitis and Barometric Pressure with MS, for the research and solutions. What else can we do to protect ourselves and live our best lives with MS? You might also like to revisit episode 19, Pumpkin Spice But Not Feeling So Nice, Cold Weather and MS, to learn the research and strategies to slowly acclimate your body to the seasonal changes. It works. Now, let's talk about the psychology of September. Turns out, September is considered one of the very best times of the year to start to implement goals. And since 92% of New Year's resolutions fail by January 15th, this could be the right time for each of us to think about what we'd like to be different in our lives by the end of this calendar year. According to research, there's a concept called the, quote, fresh start effect that shows we're more likely to take deliberate actions towards our goals after a specific occasion or key date occurs in our lives. And in fact, the people who are the most successful at achieving goals are those who are on the precipice of a new decade in their lives. Take, for example, that 48% of new marathon runners fit in this category. But if that timing doesn't apply to you right now, that doesn't mean we have to wait for a new decade or a new year. By understanding and harnessing the power of September as a fresh start, we can start anew now. Why is September such a good time? Let's dive in. 
Experts on the topic of goal setting concur that one of the top reasons September goal setting is so much more successful is that we are actually programmed from a very young age to learn that fall indicates a new start. This is mostly because of our conditioning and experiences with the start of a new school year. Whitney Johnson, author of Disrupt Yourself, Putting the Power of Disruptive Innovation to Work, says, quote, we're programmed from the time that we're very, very young to think about September as the start of a new year, emotionally and psychologically. We're reviewing. What do I want to get done this year in school? How do I want to do? So September, in some ways, is really the start of the year for most people. Another reason why September goals are more attainable is that we don't experience the same level of pressure to achieve as we do when everyone else around us is also setting New Year's resolutions. And we aren't inundated by commercials and other social media focused on goal setting. Remember, compare often leads to despair, which is why social media can have such a negative impact on us if we allow it. More about that later. By starting our new goals in September, it allows us to focus on what really matters to us without those external voices pulling us off track by offering goals of their own that they believe should be important to us. If you're like me, the cooler temperatures of fall allow me to do more because MS heat sensitivity is no joke and it gets really hot during the summer where I live. This summer, for example, we topped out at 112 degrees, so there wasn't much physical labor happening in my world at that time. The cooling weather is rejuvenating, and it increases my ability and interest in doing more. Good thing, because the trees and roses aren't going to prune themselves. Utilizing this extra energy and strength to put towards our September goals can catapult us forward faster. It's also a great time to boost our immune system, so we're prepared for this year's cold and flu season. Check out episode 40, Safe Methods to Boost Our Immunity This Fall, for the research and strategies that work for us. September goals are also easier to achieve because the finish line is only a few months away, rather than 12 long months of an entire calendar year. This sprint of a sort is easier than a marathon for many of us because it doesn't feel so cumbersome and unattainable. With September goal setting, we can look back at the eight months of the year we've completed, gain helpful insight, and adjust course accordingly so that by the end of the calendar year, we've achieved what's most important to us. Another reason September is a great time for goal setting is that your Lindsay or whatever your support network looks like, is likely more available than they were over the summer. When others are focused on summer vacations, it can sometimes be challenging to obtain the support and resources we need. The same is true in January when everyone is setting goals. By setting our goals now, we'll actually have them obtained by January 1 and have the resources available to help us get there. There's something really special that happens in January when we've set our goals in September. We're already at or nearing our desired destination while everyone else is just starting out. Talk about feeling accomplished and a boost of satisfaction. If you're someone who always feels behind like I used to, this can be a powerful experience to feel ahead of the game. I certainly know it shifted things for me. 
Along with the cooling temperatures, there are many more indicators of change in nature. Grass that wilted through the heat of the summer are now greening up and starting to thrive again. The leaves are turning, going through their own glorious changes and preparing to fall. By noticing these transitions in our natural environment and understanding that we are a part of a larger ecosystem, we can feel more connected to our planet and to each other. September is a great time of year to look at our investments. With financial goals, we'll have time to make important adjustments before the end of the year to have positive impacts on our income and positive tax ramifications. This is also the time of year when I start setting my next year gardening goals. 180 bulbs arrived yesterday, so next week we'll be busy as I get them into the ground. But I think of this work as an investment in my future happiness, as one of my greatest joys is seeing their happy bright blooms in the spring. While I've always loved daffodils, irises, and tulips, after damaging my optical nerve, the colors seem to impact me at a deeper level, and they are a constant reminder of gratitude for the aspects of my vision that have recovered. Another reason it's smart to set goals in September is that with the shorter daylight hours, we're forced to really prioritize our time in a different way. Honing in on what's truly most important and letting the rest go can help us realize just how much we can accomplish when we use our time diligently in a focused manner on the things that matter most. The truth of the matter is, we make time for the things that truly matter. For me, this means watching out for time sucks, like scrolling on my phone. Commando Tech data shows that of the over 5 billion people in the world that use mobile phones, over 3 billion are smartphone users. Worldwide, people spend an average of 3 hours and 15 minutes on their phones each day. However, depending on where you are in the world, this number can be drastically different. For example, Americans spend about 5.4 of their waking hours each day using smartphones. Generationally, too, there are differences. Baby boomers typically devote five hours to smartphone usage, 30 minutes of which is devoted to texting, whereas millennials spend about 5.7 hours per day with 48 minutes of texting. We check our phones about 58 times a day, but for many people, that number is significantly higher. Luckily, most smartphones nowadays come complete with tools that inform us of our personal usage. September is the perfect time with shorter days to cut back in areas where we might be allowing our cell phones to negatively impact our achievement. September is also a great time for us to start thinking about the impending holidays and set goals around those so that we can lessen our stress and maximize our enjoyment. Revisit episode 44, Holidays or Helidays, Planning Ahead to Enjoy the Busy Holiday Season. September is a great time to reconnect with others we may have lost touch with over the summer or for a longer period of time as we're all starting to hunker down for winter. So, as September draws to a close, what are you thinking you'd like to accomplish before the year's end? Take some time today and in the days to come to pause and reflect. Starting with gratitude for what matters most often helps reveal our unique opportunities for shift. First, zoom out and think big. What do I want more of in my life? Less of? What do I still want to achieve this year that I haven't gotten to yet? 
Taking time to reflect deeply on these questions helps us learn from our past and helps us to better envision what we'd like to be different in the future, which in turn helps us develop goals that are aligned with our deepest desires, vision, mission, and purpose. Instead of thinking of a full reset, which can be overwhelming, after we zoom out to reflect on the big picture, we can zoom back in and look for opportunities for incremental change. These smaller changes add up over time. In fact, I have a mantra band bracelet that I wear daily that says, micro choices equals macro changes. And that reminds me on a daily basis that all those little efforts I make truly add up over time. Also, as we each think of little things we'd like to change in the coming months, be sure to develop a reward system to keep you going. For example, on social media, one user developed a reward chart for saying no to things they didn't want to do instead of continuing to say yes and then rewarded herself with a special treat after saying no to 10 requests that she previously would have said yes to. These fun accountability rewards were great for us adults. They're not just for children. We're never too old to reward ourselves for good behavior, aligned actions, and achievements. And by the way, if you struggle with saying no, check out episode 26, Honoring Our No, the most powerful word in our MS lexicon. As you think about your own goals for the remainder of the year, do remember that simply by writing down our goals, we are 50% more likely to achieve them. And those of us who use the SMART goals method are even more likely to succeed. And those of us who share our goals with others are the most successful of all. So, Find your Lindsay. And if you don't have someone in your life you can do this with, come join our MS flock as we support each other on an ongoing basis with, with whatever we're each trying to achieve or navigate in life. In fact, there's several ways flock members right now are working on their goals together. In our Writing to Heal pilot group, we're drilling down on our personal reflections in the eight dimensions of wellness. And at our meeting next month, we'll be sharing our specific health goals for the remainder of the year and asking for support from one another. Many flock members are also participating again in Dr. Susan's 12 week virtual foundations of MS health course available through truemedicineMS.com. By doing this together, we're certain to implement even more positive lifestyle changes to help us slow our MS progression. And we meet up monthly to discuss misunderstood episodes and weekly for ongoing social support. You are not alone. Fill your life with people who believe in you and will support you, rather than people who would rather watch you fail. Choose to move forward and to be bigger than the challenges we face living with MS. There's truly no time like September to make our dreams our reality. I saw a quote yesterday that I found quite inspiring. Your life right now is a result of what you did a year ago. Your life a year from now will be a result of what you do right now. Act accordingly. I hope that by listening to this episode, we all, one, understand how powerful this time of year can be as a driver of positive change, and two, that we remember how important it is to fill our inner circle with champions, people like Lindsay, 
who will support us on our journey and help us live well with MS. Our next Misunderstood Flock meeting will be Saturday, October 1st. That's this Saturday. At our flock meeting, we'll discuss the episodes released this month and spend time together celebrating recent wins and supporting one another with current hardships and goals. If you're not yet a flock member but would like to be, please join us. We are all people living with MS that meet via Zoom monthly to support each other and continue our learning on the episode topics. You can learn more and join us by visiting patreon.com slash msflock. As always, I encourage all listeners to reach out with MS-related questions, comments, future podcast topics, or guest ideas via email to mymsflock at gmail.com. And lastly, remember, as we travel through life with MS, we're certain to hit some turbulence. We'll get through it, especially if we're flying together, supporting one another, and honking our encouragement. As always, thank you for listening. And until next time, be well.